episode 323 for August 2014. And before we get started with the spider news, I want to give us some shout-outs to some folks that had sent in some donations to support this site via PayPal. I want to give a thanks to uh, Terry, Jeremy, Mike, Craig, Marcus, Harvey, Christopher, and Alberto for helping us pay the bills and support this podcast and support our website. We've got a big bill coming up in September, and you guys are helping pay it, so I appreciate it. If you would like to support our site and ensure more podcasts come out, we've got a button on the front page of the SpidermanCrawlspace.com. Look on the right-hand side. It says, support this site via PayPal, and you can ensure that more podcasts come out in the future. All right, gang, on with Spider News. The first bit of news we're tackling is, looks like Sony Pictures is going into looking for some female audience members. JR, tell me what's going on with the Spider female universe. <laughs> well, you know, a, all, you know a lot about women, I hear. Yeah, there's a, well, the Spider-Man female universe, there's a, a lot of scantily clad women with uh, big boobs that uh, Peter can't wait, can't wait to screw because, you know... Uh, <laughs> Marvel is living vicariously through him, so you know that's uh, so that's the uh, the news about the Spider Women. Uh, oh wait a minute, that's not yeah, that's not yeah, what you, that's wrong. not what you had in mind. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, Sony, uh, considering that their plans to uh, uh, rush Spider Man three and four into development failed. Uh, considering that their plans to uh, do a Sinister Six and Venom movie have been met with extremely lukewarm responses, uh, are going for a trifecta now and saying, oh, yeah, since none of those ideas struck gold, uh, here's another one we just pulled out of our ass. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, wow. And, accor- and uh, you know, according to this story that uh, Fake Mike posted, Sony playing Spider-Man spinoff with a female lead for 2017, <laughs> which the story is that apparently, well, I mean, there is, that's the story. I mean, they want to do, they want to do a female-centered superhero uh, uh, story based out of the Spider-Man universe and come out with it in 2017. <clears throat> um, the thing is, it says there are several, and I don't know if the person who is writing this is just pulling this out of um, their ass or not. He was. Oh, <laughs> I see. You actually saw this come out then of the person's ass then, right? Wow. Okay. And then, then they FTP'd it up. Yeah. Because yeah. it says there are several strong possibilities Silver, Sable, Black Cat, Stunner, Firestarter, and Spider Woman, to name a few. Um, Black Cat obviously is the one that's the most prominently mentioned uh, because apparently because a Felicia character appeared in Spider-Man Two. The thing that gets me is, like I said, this this the writer had to be making this up because first of all, would just because Sony has the rights to Spider-Man doesn't mean they would have the rights to Spider-Woman. Uh, because Maybe. she appeared independently. She didn't first appear in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And did Silver Sable first appear in Spider-Man as well? I don't yeah. 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 Amazing, I she did. Amazing 265. Yeah. She yeah. did. 
She did. Well, that therefore that uh, you know that may be logical, uh, but I can't imagine anybody wanting to see a Silver Sable movie. Uh, no. Stunner, really, really, <laughs> you no. know, and and Firestarter. Wait, 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 wait. Firestarter was Drew Barrymore, uh, Bradley's right. old friend. <laughs> I was about Maybe to say, wait, about... wait, 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 Firestarter. I mean, they, they can't even get Firestar right? You know? Mm-hmm. Well, it's even, a Hollywood and, article, man. I mean, they, they get so much wrong. And, and even then, so I, I... And we've talked about this on the podcast before. Spider-Man does not have that good of female villains. Or, I mean, the, the supporting cast is good. He's got a lot of uh, Mary Jane, Gwen Stacy, etc., but they're not superheroes. I don't think he has that many female superheroes besides Black Cat. No, no, I'm trying to. Th- yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm trying to think if there's any uh, would be, uh, you know, superhero. I was about to say. I mean, some of these. I mean, uh, they might as well look at, make a movie about Delilah, right? Because she showed up in Amazing Spider-Man, and uh, she's. Uh, Briefly, my, my, well, the, my, thing, the thing is about the first because um, I'm looking at the uh, deadline article where this was coming from, and the thing is the first article. It looks like that this was edited uh, beforehand because because the the Spider Woman that they named was Charlotte Witter. Yeah, wonder, who's that? Where's that from? Oh, that's, that's Evil from, Spider Woman. Yeah, Evil Spider Woman. That was the first one that they and like and I was reading. I'm like, really? That's the first one that pops in your head? Is that one? That, oh, yeah, Evil I Spider get, Woman during the yeah. Mackie reburn, Mackie burn reboot. Right. Era. But now it's, the article's been corrected and saying it's it, it's got uh, it lists all Jessica Drew, Jessica Drew, Julia Carpenter, Maddie Franklin, uh, Vernonke. Oh, that's it. That's who Charlotte Witter was. And then they got. Um, but yeah, they also talk about the female Doctor Octopus or something. I think somewhere. I think. Or yeah. can you imagine a stunner movie? <laughs> yeah. Can you? Ma- who would see that? Well, well, I mean, the, uh. the most. I mean, the, the most logical choice if they are going to do a uh, female uh, a Spider Man spinoff with a female lead would be Black Cat because they did already introduce uh, uh, Felicity uh, Jones in Amazing Spider Man Two. But the problem is. You know the immediate thing that the general audience is going to going to react toward that. Catwoman, Catwoman, Halle Berry. That's right. They're they're immediately going to start comparing it to that. So I make or or they're going to perceive it as just a knockoff. I mean, so and they'd probably hire the same writer. (laughs) Yeah, and it'll star Sharon Stone. (laughs) (laughs) And and of all the plot involving cosmetics. Uh, Jr. Is there any any character that you want to see from the Spider Verse? Do you want to see a black cat? I mean, I'm not rushing out the theater to see it. No, no. I mean, there's it's tainting the brand. It's they're holding on to the brand just so they can keep it away. They are going to choke the life out of that chicken, sir. (laughs) I know they are. I don't even know if this is even trying to keep the brand. This is that part of that stupid universe building that they want to do. And, uh, I mean, I, I think now they're thinking, well, you know, because DC, DC can't get a, a Wonder Woman movie off the, uh, you know, off the grid. And, uh, and well, there doesn't... got Superman and Batman in it, basically. Yeah, Sinister, and there, does, and there doesn't yeah. appear to be a... Uh, a uh, a Black Widow movie on the horizon, so you know maybe Sony's thinking, oh boy, now we have a real opportunity. But it's a pretty a pretty weak hand to draw from. No doubt, Venom and the Sinister Six are better concepts than this. Uh, but who the hell wants to see a Sinister Six standalone yeah. film? Yeah. Or I, I, they I, appear I, in Spider Man. 
I'd go see that more than Black Cat. I really would. Yeah, but how's it going to play in uh, Poughkeepsie? Ay ay ay. Let's we've we've got some other movie news, JR. We'll just keep you talking about movies. I uh, real quick. Yes, go ahead. Um, you know, they mentioned Firestar. Firestar wouldn't be part of the rights, I don't think. Marvel has those from the cartoon, but I mean, they all Iceman was in that same cartoon and Iceman is handled yeah. by by Fox. Yeah. I think if anything Firestar could wind up in an X-Men movie. Because yeah. she has more of a history with the X-Men universe in the comics than anything or, else. Or an Avengers movie. She might be one of those Quicksilver deals. Mm. But uh, I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if we wound up getting a Spider-Girl movie. Uh, May, May Parker, I guess, is be the... I think that would work. If they were to make a movie and say that she was the daughter of Peter Parker, and they could get past all the fascination that these writers apparently have with the goddamn father... And have, and have Peter just come in and you know and, and play like a supporting you know a, a supporting role. It'd be an older actor, obviously. Oh, I just thought of another angle here, guys. What's that? This this it's a Spider Man Spider Woman movie, but just like in Ultimate Comics, it's the female clone of Peter Parker. Oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they could try to do like an ultimate version of a Jessica Drew. Well, see, here's That's the right. thing, though. I don't know that they could call her Jessica Drew because I don't think they yeah. have the rights to call her Jessica Drew. That's true. Yeah. So, what are they going to call her? And will she be a lesbian, like we just found out? Uh, Jessica, <laughs> ultimate Jessica Drew is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jr. There's been a deleted scene from the Blu-ray coming out. It comes out next Tuesday. We're recording this. On uh, August 16th, this is Saturday, it comes out in a couple days. Damn, we're topical. <laughs> Are you bitching that we're not, this This is news. We finally yeah, cover something current. Yeah, I was about to you, say, you know, it's not a 30-year-old uh, Kirby uh, cover, you know. There's no Ditko news in this episode. I don't believe it. i got to go find something real quick. Anyway, uh, there's a deleted scene in the Amazing Spider-Man 2 Blu-ray where Peter meets his dad in the grave. What do you think about this? Oh, my God. This is an abomination. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. In so many different ways. First of all, all right. first of all, I have to confess, I haven't seen the scene but boom, uh, because it got uh, taken down everywhere before I, you know unless it's somewhere i can't find it but uh but i you know i've read enough of the gist where apparently richard parker really was alive uh and mm-hmm. and and, for, and this is uh, first of all i'm going to presume it really is richard parker and it's not it the chameleon or mysterio or some other bullshit like that i'm i'm not even going to go there i'm going to presume this is really richard parker and yeah. i that doesn't surprise me that he would be alive because it's like the old soap opera thing. If you don't see a body or you don't see somebody yep. actually die, they didn't die. Whereas I could say the mother probably was dead because you saw her get shot, you know, but you didn't really see anything happen to Richard. So it doesn't surprise me that he was alive. And apparently he comes in, he gives Peter a, apparently a pep talk and he does the, 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 the responsibility thing. Uh, the, with, more, the, the line we want to hear in this series from Uncle Ben, but not <laughs> not from Richard Parker. Not no, Richard Parker. But here, here's the thing. Uh, yeah, to me, this is just this shows that they don't get who Mark Webb and and Orsi and Kurtzman, who are no longer with it. Uh, they don't get it. They don't get Spider Man. If they or or they are so. Uh, they're, they're so obsessed with these parents' characters, just like Julie Tamar was with Arachne or whatever. You sit there and you go, WTF. 
And to, yeah. to bring him in when Peter is at, what, Gwen's grave? I mean, you yeah. just went through. I mean, see, can you imagine how that so thoroughly would have screwed that up? I mean, oh, you had this. Deleted, yeah. You had this horrific scene where Gwen dies. I mean, just it was a killer scene, you know. Yeah. And you had Garfield, you know, just you know, sell it. And then you had him standing at the grave. And then if his dad showed up, it would totally destroy the emotion yep. that you feel about Gwen's death. It would totally destroy that. It would give you a WTF moment, and you would walk out of the theater going, eh? It, Exactly. Who could who could who could conceive who, who could, filming this or this idea was any good? I mean, this is this is not even filmmaking one hundred and one. I don't think even amateurs conceive of something utterly stupid like this. You kill now, off the, the most popular character in this series, okay? And then you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna do this and bring in the dad, and everybody's gonna go what? Oh <laughs> my god. Off. The only way it would work, Jr., is if it was Mysterio or the Chameleon, or yeah, or, or one of those. And that's the only way it would work. When I was but, watching but, it, but, I was getting a very Chameleon vibe from it. I was too. Well, yeah. the is, thing is, on four, and the thing is, what, how does the yeah go ahead? Well, the I'm thing sorry. is, what makes it even worse is because um, I've seen the scene as as well. Um, yeah, where he's it, a, yeah. where he's all where he where where Pete, Richard Parker's talking to Peter. He's like, you know, you've got to do this. Um, you got to you know, you've got to be the one to save people because. You know, because otherwise, you know, because he's and he mentions his and he mentions uh, he mentions his mom, Peter's mom, and he mentions Gwen Stacy, but he doesn't mention Uncle Ben. You know, the mm-hmm. one guy who's supposed to be driving Spider-Man to do what he does. You know, he's and his own friggin' men- brother. Yeah, his own friggin' brother, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, and by the way, they yeah. actually there was another. They actually there was another thing we had um, that I posted where, where uh, before they took it down, there was like a, there was like twenty minutes worth or more of deleted scenes in which the in which the uh, Richard Parker is alive scene is one of them, and they actually it it is implied that yeah, this is the real Richard Parker because there's an alternate version of the opening prologue with the plane and everything like this. Yeah, where it's like where it's showing Richard kind of stealing the guy's parachute after he knocks him out and everything like this and going to the cockpit and stuff. So it's kind of implied that, oh, maybe he's able to escape from that plane crash. Oh, Christ Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, and oh, by the way, I also saw the clip showing Electro's mom. I have not seen that. Oh, you guys. Oh, is it bad? Oh, is it? I mean, it it is. Well, it it was. What does the mom do? Oh, she's basically she's just like, where's my cigarettes? Where? Why are you? Why are you going out? All I mean, it's like it's literally one of the most. I mean, mean spirited, offensive things I've ever seen. (laughs) It really is. I mean, it's just. I mean. I mean, I mean, I'm sure you've got when you when the DVD when the Blu-ray comes out, you guys will see the miserable. Oh yeah, but um, I will. <laughs> oh no, but no, but there's actually a couple things which, um, but there was actually there were some other things like there was actually some uh, there was actually uh, some like a cameo of a guy that shows up from the first Who's film. That? Oh, the uh, the the guy with the lizard, yeah. No, 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 no. Well, just tell me, it's fine. Flash Thompson. Don't tease him. I mean, my God. Well, I did see that scene also. Yeah, yes. Flash Thompson shows up and everything, and then also they got some more scenes showing where Harry Osborn's attacking Oscorp and stuff, and. And also, like the, some of the scenes from the trailers, like you know that thing where you know where Peter's being you know shadowed, like oh, Osc- where Harry tells Peter like Oscorp had you under surveillance that so they throw in there, and also the uh, one one thing I didn't notice in the deleted scenes that I saw, there's no Mary Jane. Yeah, 
that was kind of weird too. Because I mean, I wonder, I wonder if they have to pay this the actress extra to be on the Blu-ray disc. Well, I don't know. Yeah, because I know though that there was that um, that thing that you was posted earlier, Brad, the, from the from uh, Badass Digest about what was actually the supposed to be support. <laughs> Yeah, it's a cool. Yeah, hey, 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 don't knock it. It's a cool fight. Uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, no. But you had that thing where the, where they were they got a hold of an early draft of the script. Yeah, yeah. And they were talking about like what the Mary Jane scenes were and everything like this, and it goes all that stuff. And and that J. Jonah Jameson was actually supposed to be in it, but well, there's just not enough room with all the goddamn. Oh, I know. Parents. Yeah. But no, but yeah, but reading, but yeah, just going over some of this brief stuff and everything, like like some of the stuff like that. Yeah, the Doctor Kafka actually was supposed to be a woman in the script, but no, I'm actually so. All right, oh, no, 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 no. Not... hang on a second here. Be, be getting back to the the topic at hand. Okay, um, go ahead. The uh, another reason this scene is stupid is okay. because <laughs> it, it, the movie that we watched, Peter on his own sucks it up and realizes he has to be Spider Man again. Mm-hmm. That's a stronger dramatic moment right. than you know Richard coming in saying you have to be Spi- it, you have to be Spider Man. So if they had actually put this scene in, it would have destroyed the impact of Gwen's death, and it yep. would have eviscerated the decision that Peter makes at the end to become Spider Man exactly. again. So and it, so, and it takes away Uncle Ben's great power, great responsibility yes. line. So who 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 could be, I, I, like I said these I'm convinced now these people do not get it. They don't get it. They don't get the character, and I'm not even so sure they get filmmaking 101. But I, I thought you liked the movie, though. I liked, like I said, I liked it better than the sum of its parts. Yeah. Because there's a lot of things that are wrong with it. Mm-hmm. That's there, you know, but, but that's that's another, that's another podcast we've already discussed that. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's talk about uh, spider other spider news. We'll do the comics now. Hmm. Uh, Let's see. We've got a new Spider Woman title coming out. Uh, George, talk a bit about that. Yeah, and the spider- we have a new Spider Woman uh, title coming out. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, um, they're going to do a Spider Woman title. They're going to give it another go. I guess the last solo Spider Woman title was what? Uh, just the Bend- Jessica Drew, Agent of Sword, or whatever it was. Right, right, what right. Was it was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they did this motion comic, and they did like a twelve issue. What did it last? Out. Like eight issues, something like that. It. They did it for twelve, I think. No, maybe it was eight. I could be wrong, but I liked it. It was very good. Anyway, um, so they're going to do a new Spider uh, a Spider Woman um, title with. Uh, it's going to come out of Spider Verse, and it's going to be written by Dennis Hopeless, which is a bad name. For anyone who's working on, I guess, their first Marvel comic, because I've never heard of him before. He uh, did X Cable and X-Force. Okay, good. good. So he's already – okay, good. I so liked they, it. I liked the stuff. So Dennis Hopeless and uh, with art by Greg Land, who everyone loves. Uh, yeah. I like <laughs> Greg Land. I like, I like Greg Land, but boy, he gets a lot of heat. He does. Oh, my God. I like I like Humberto Ramos and Greg Lamb, but both of them. Oh, my God. It's like just nothing but hate on the Internet. Yeah. But, uh, no, they, they – they, Silk is going to be in the book as well. I, I was trying to get to that. I was, so I was working up to it in a dramatic fashion until you just, like, decided, no, you just went straight for the boot. <laughs> you didn't kiss. Just straight for it. 
Uh, let me hit pause. Fuck you, George. All right, go ahead. <laughs> oh, whoops. I didn't edit that out. Okay, go ahead. Now, and so, so basically, uh, this is going to launch in November or so Marvel said uh, at Comic-Con. Um, they revealed it at the Women of Marvel panel. I don't know. Did DC have a D, uh, Mar- Women of DC panel? Probably not. Anyway, um, they revealed it at Comic-Con, and yes, not only will it feature Jessica Drew, it will – because fans demanded it, it will feature everyone's favorite new character of 2014 after only a couple of weeks. Silk. Cindy Moon, a.k.a. Silk, who will apparently be, I guess, uh, some sort of – you know. Student to Jessica Drew's mentor. I don't know. Well, they, 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 well, didn't Hopeless compare uh, Jessica Drew to Cable? So if the comparison there is a Silk is basically, if, if for those X Men fans, uh, Hope. Hope Summers. All I know is Marvel is like really, really pushing Silk hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, they are. And, you know, we're almost back, and this is what I wrote on the site. You know, we're almost back to the to the days of the grand old '90s when a character selling a hot dog to Beast in a Seven Eleven and an X Men comic would get his own six issue limited series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, oh, it, you got to admit, Silk is a lot better character than uh, what the hell was the one? The dumb kid. He got a four issues mini. Yeah, that narrows it down. Oh shit! What was his name? Alpha. He was in. Alpha, there yeah. you go. Alpha, Silk's a bit cooler than Alpha. Well, I mean, wrong, but there Based was on another... what? But what? Boobs? No, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. I know you did. I know you did. She's got a cooler power set than just the strongest kid in the world. But she is. This, is she is this year's Alpha, as far as I'm concerned. She is. Yeah, I She's guess this so. year's UTD. <laughs> well, now, now the, you said Kiki D, like Elton John. Is that Hoochie what you said? D from The Simpsons. Hoochie, Hoochie, Hoochie. Yeah. Okay, got, got it. I thought you're like Kiki D. Are you not what? Poochie don't, D, Brad? Don't don't go breaking my heart, George. I mean, <laughs> not Kiki D. He couldn't if he tried. <laughs> I don't have the hands to flip everybody off. <laughs> I can only flip the two of you off. Oh my God! All right, all right. Do you right. not know uh, what we mean by Poochie D? I, I, I don't, I don't think I saw that episode of Simpsons with Poochie D. I'm sorry. Okay, basically the ratings on um, Itchy and Scratchy start to lag, so mm-hmm. the the cartoon makers decide to inject. I did. Ba- I did basically that, yeah. a Scrappy Doo type of character who's That's hip it. and fresh and hop and extreme and totally in your face. You know everything that was bad about the '90s. Got it, got it, got So basically, it. that's what Silk is. So Silk is, is, is the Poochie D of this year. It's Spidey's Scrappy-Doo, evidently. Okay. All right, uh, George, another uh, bit of comic news. Uh, symbiotes. We're getting an origin of the symbiotes, huh? Because fans demanded it. <laughs> <laughs> I've demanded it. I've demanded it. I want to know where the symbiotes come from. We're going there. Wait, wait, wait. I, Didn't we have a Planet of the Symbiotes series in the 90s or something? Yeah. Well, Bendis addresses that in the quote. Well, okay, so so apparently, yeah, uh, Bendis, and this is according from MTV News, so it looks legit. <coughs> <laughs> Pretend you're Kurt Loder. Right? Go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> I can't do that. Kurt Loder is actually kind of cool. I agree. Um, but no, basically Bendis says that uh, – he got the idea to, to go to the planet of the symbiotes, and, and here's what Bendis said. This is I'm quoting Bendis, okay? This is a quote, yeah. I'm going to do it in my best Bendis voice, even though I've never heard him talk. 
Are you ready for this? Ready. All right. Sitting down. I looked it up, and I was like, no, there's been a planet we've seen taken over by symbiotes, but we haven't seen a planet of the symbiotes. I called Marvel of uh, Senior Vice President of Publishing, Tom Brevert. I go, could it be that even in the craziness of the 90s when it was venom, venom, venom every five seconds? Boy, he's right on that. No doubt. That this story has not been told? And he goes, yeah, we've never been there. And I'm like, now I have to do it. It's crazy. That was actually what Bendis said. Yep. Uh, so he continued, it will be a planet full of symbiotes. Editor, no, this is... Uh, Mark, Mike, Mike Martz, uh, yeah. whoever quoted this called him Mark Martz, which is not correct, um, <laughs> added on uh, what to expect from the story. But beyond that, it's a lot of mystery. But will we be adding it to the symbiote mythology in ways the average reader won't expect at all? I'm excited. I'm down. The Guardians go to the symbiote planet. I want to see uh, Sigourney Weaver's alien origin planet. It makes me one. No, Brad, that's a different type of aliens. No, I know. I want to see that planet, and I want to see the Predator planet, and I want to see the Symbiote planet. Well, Three planets I want to see. Wow, you just completely nice segued off of Spidey stuff. Yeah. No, I went from Predator, Alien, and Symbiotes. What, and then Captain Planet? You want to see that next? <laughs> so, thank you, so thank you JR. Brad, so basically, Brad, your dream comic would be Predator versus Alien versus Venom. Yeah, dude, I'm down for I that. Okay. That'd be the Predator showing up and killing Carnage and Venom. <laughs> <laughs> and Toxin and all the other little car- little symbiote bastards. You sexual Tyrannosaurus. I mean, come on now. <laughs> but no, here's the thing. Uh, Brad, we talked about this. I, I'm, I'm just not enjoying Venice's Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm really yeah. not. Stuff is stretched out needlessly. Um, it gets well, confusing at times. Venom... You know, we've seen two type, we've seen two spider-related characters now used almost just to try to get people who like them into there for no other reason than to, than to increase the sales. One of them was Kane and New Warriors, and that book is a train wreck. Yeah. And the other one is this one, Guardians of the Galaxy. We're, we're three issues with Venom now. Do you see much of a point of Venom even being there? Well, I guess leading up to this story, then they'll kick him off. I'm glad they finally found something to do with Venom. <laughs> Yeah. In that book, I guess, and I'm sure this whole thing will take six issues, six issues to tell, maybe eight, depending on how they're trying to pad for the trade. Venom went to the NRA planet. Yeah, he started <laughs> off in the NRA planet. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, seriously, I can't get – I mean, first of all, no, I mean, I'm not excited. I'm sure people who like the symbiotes and, you know, they, they use the phrase symbiote mythology in here, and God all <laughs> like, I, I hate that I live on a planet where that exists, but it's there. <laughs> Mike, are you excited to find the symbiote planet? I mean, oh yeah, I'll be honest, it would be kind of cool. – I am kind of curious. But at cool. the same time, there you still have to kind of leave a little bit of a mystery because sometimes if you it, – because sometimes it's like um, – it's like if you know some, if you know what the um, – where – it's kind of like Lost. Like if you know what the smoke monster is and you find out – you're like, oh, what you – and then you find out, like, you're, you're curious, like, oh, what is the smoke bar? What's the for? And you find out it's just some dude who's been, like, trapped on this island for, like, about hundreds of years. Yeah. And it's like, and you're like, mm, yeah. Kind of this, should, oh, I, should I even ask? JR, <laughs> <laughs> are you excited to find out the origins of the symbiote? I'm about as excited as that as I am about scheduling my first colonoscopy this year. <laughs> oh. There's probably some black goo on both planets. Uh, oh, 
I'm out. I'm out. Oh, All right. Oh, God. Let's uh, move on to another topic. Let's see what else we've got here. I'm going to throw this one up against the wall, and we didn't plan this one. I'm just going to ask it real quick. Um, recently, Rupert Murdoch tried to buy Time Warner. Mm-hmm. So we could potentially well, – he, he offered you – know, he, 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 he put an offer yeah. on the table. And that would potentially give us an X-Men JLA movie. It would not. Why not? Rupert Murdoch does not own Fox Studios. Mm. Rupert Murdoch runs Fox News. It is completely separate from Fox Entertainment. I stand corrected. This is why we should not do impromptu. <laughs> anyway, uh, now now uh, the rumor or the discussion is that Disney is going to take a run at Time Warner and possibly purchase uh, – uh, time, uh, Disney would purchase Time Warner. Hence, Marvel and DC would be one. What do you boys think of that? It eliminates competition. That's never a good thing. I would well, think. It, it eliminates competition in an industry that's all but dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, uh, it's not dead in the film world. Here's, well, here's here's the thing. Okay, now Congress would have to be okay with it, and the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, would have to be okay with it. Yeah. Um, for this deal to go through. Um, a recent thing happened recently with Comcast. You may have read this in the news. That deal went through because there was enough graft for Congress for it to go through, and it was going to benefit Democrats in the Senate um, who get money from <laughs> from that. So, of course, that went through. I, I don't see where the money for Congress is here, so I don't know that Congress – would necessarily be for it. They may Congress may sit back and say, "Well, what's what's you know how do I, how am I going to get my palms greased? You know what's in <laughs> you laughing? Although I would in, no, I know you are. I know you are. Although I would interject though that uh, whenever Disney keeps trying to uh, postpone uh, Steamboat Willie going into the public domain, uh, they seem to be able to grease enough skids. Uh, last time they paid off Sonny Bono, uh, but uh, and you saw what happened to him. Mm. Uh, but uh, but they I don't know I mean Disney's always able to uh, spread the money around when they when they want to get uh, copyright law mangled. And what, and, what, anti, what do you, antitrust laws really don't affect entertainment. The, the thing that could trip this up if, if Disney even tried to buy Marvel or uh, if Disney tried to buy Warner Brothers, yeah, would be the fact that Warner Brothers and Disney both don't just own entertainment companies; they own multiple. Channels of communication. communication. Yeah, they own. Okay. They own a major. We're talking. Let, major. Let, let's pretend we're a Watu with his eyes blown out, and we're doing a what if. What if uh, Disney does buy Time Warner? What happens to the comics, Mike? What happens to the comics? Ooh. Do we put? Do we make one big universe of Marvel DC? I don't know if they. Well, if they try to do that, then then well, that would be you no know, stranger to DC Comics since they do like a crisis on it, crisis every like every few years practically so but yeah. um but no i mean i imagine they would probably um kind of keep them, i think they'd separate I, yeah i think they would keep them separate universes and then maybe occasionally have your little um yeah. like your like that uh, uh jla uh, versus avengers thing that came out a couple of years ago oh, yeah. which they probably do stuff like that or like the super or another superman meets spider-man team up kind of thing like yeah, you know i agree yeah jr what do you think well, they merge the universes? Well, I was about to say, this is one of those things that it's almost like, well, why don't we wait and see what actually happens before commenting on it? But I, I, I tend to agree with what you guys have said. I think the universes, I mean, the the, the universes are pretty absurd on their own anyway, mm-hmm, you know, true. where our heroes are always bumping into each other. But I do, th- I do think they'd be separate. But, yeah, I think you'd see crossovers like crazy, you know. Yeah, no doubt. 
Uh, let's go to another comic-related uh, news item. Uh, Mike, you've got this one about uh, a Spider-Man story was ranked as the number one best Marvel story of all time. Yes, and um, would you guys like to guess which one it was? I I already know what oh, it is. I know. I just wanted to the other. Brand new day. Uh, no, Walker from no. the stars. No. It would Shed. be... No. Who shot Joey, Joey Shed did Z? Make it, Shed did not actually make it to the list. Oh, Shed. Okay, yeah, poor bet. But anyway, the the story that actually made it to... No, Unmasked. Guess, well, okay. No, okay. Give, give a setup. Okay, give well, a set- i got to set up the thing. Well, anyway, <laughs> the thing is about this that, that Marvel... Um, Kind of had this thing where they're collecting their Marvel 75th anniversary um, <laughs> on Ebus. and you know, yeah. Once again, we got we got to celebrate our anniversary thing, so we got to put our little comics in all the anniversary. Making a book of the 75 best Marvel. Stories. That's right. And so they asked the fans, okay, fans, what story should we put in this book? So they took the social media and and the fans came back and they voted on it, and we got they picked 75 of them. And would you? And so the number one spy story they picked was the death of Gwen Stacy. There's you can read several other Spider-Man stories. Okay, made yes, um, but okay. At number seventy-five was the death of Spider-Man from Ultimate Comics Spider-Man. That was a good. One. That was a good one. Number sixty-eight. Amazing Spider-Man Annual Number Twenty One, the wed- which was the wedding issue. Well, wow. Marvel's going to have to reprint the wedding issue. No. Yep. Actually, that's not appearing in the 75th anniversary omnibus. What do you mean? It, it got deleted? No, no, they didn't delete it. They just, they're just they just selecting certain stories to put in the omnibus. Oh, there's no way they'll select that. Oh, no, no. But that's what the fans... I'm just saying, this is what the fans picked out of the whole 75 stories. So they're probably so, going to print the list in the book, but not every single story. And what number was that? Uh, what, what, what did that come That in? was 68. Mm. Okay. Okay, 60, number 65 was Spider-Man the Clone Saga. Wow. Like the entire thing. So, which obviously they're not going to reprint the entire Jesus thing in there. Christ. What wow. kind of crack are people smoking? Oh, <laughs> it gets better, George. You win. All right, all right. Okay, number 57. Amazing Spider Man 129, which was the first appearance of the Punisher. Okay. Okay. That's not number... even that good of a story. <laughs> I agree. But it, it's more of a milestone than a story. Yeah, oh, this, then you're going to yeah. love this one. Um, number he 46. Okay, you're going to love this one, then. Number 46, Amazing Spider-Man 700. Oh, my uh, loving God. <laughs> yeah, which is, going to be repri- which is going to be reprinted in the 75th anniversary omnibus, by the way. Oh, okay. I, I, They I, are selecting that story. They're not I, <laughs> shenanigans. Yeah. Oh, and JR, JR, don't think you'll love this one. Amazing Spider-Man... Uh, 36 from the uh, post-September 11th tribute issue. Oh, my yeah. God. That's yeah, number that, 44. That, that, that's, and that's re- being reprinted in the omnibus, too, by the way. Yeah, that, that piece of left-wing propaganda. That's it. <laughs> that was some of the most heavy-handed comic telling the, the, the next one's a pretty good yeah, one. Yeah, the next one is, uh, is Amazing Spider-Man from the original numbering, number 50, which is Spider-Man No More. And that's, right. a, that's a number 43. That's a classic. Yes. Uh, number 35, uh, which is one of my favorite stories, um, Amazing Spider-Man uh, 131 to uh, 33, which is uh, the Master Planner Saga. That's also being yep. yeah, that's, the, that's the iconic uh, moment where you lifted all the crap off of him. Yep, and, the and, best doc, and one of the best Doc Ock stories ever. It is. It is. Yeah. 
Um, number 28 is Spider-Man Blue. <laughs> and and you guys, wait for the, wait, wait for the wait, next Wait, wait, wait. I got to stand up here. Um, this now, one okay. is better than the Master Planner. Get okay. ready for this. Get ready, Get folks. ready. Get ready, folks. Number 27 Maximum Carnage. <laughs> oh, Maximum Carnage Maximum better than carnage Master Planner. Out like classic stuff, like you know, if this be my destiny, Spider-Man, no more. Oh yeah, we're gonna have, yeah, because that's wow. what we think of when we got Spider-Man. Well, we know Jr's a fan. Okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> number seventeen. Number seventeen on the list is it, what? Go ahead. Is uh, the kid who collects Spider-Man? Okay, good. Which that's is a, a yeah, good that was, which is also which that's when it's being reprinted. Um, in the in the omnibus, um, number. Hey, j- j- before you get to number ten, guess what's number eleven, Jr. <laughs> see it. Secret Wars, baby. All you got to uh, do number is eleven. Look, it's number all you eleven. Do is on the look list. at this list and realize that the whole thing is focused. <laughs> Secret Invasion is number twenty. The death of Captain America is on there. World War Hulk. I mean, yeah. my. Wait, 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 oh, Hulk was actually kind of cool. Okay, yeah, oh. and, and in between, and by the way, number three was uh, Craven's Last Hunt, and guess what was number two on the list? What? Civil uh, War. Oh, but it's a big old bunch of books. <laughs> yeah, Civil this, War, according to this list, is, is a better told story than Amazing Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, it's but according to this list, it's the second <laughs> best. Marvel comic story of all time. Okay, when you wow. say they consulted social media, by social yeah. media, do you mean they asked Tom Brevert? <laughs> <laughs> on a foamy spring yeah, or whatever? I mean, what a mess this are, list is. This is. Apparently, these are people from Facebook and Twitter who decide, who, who basically, oh, wow. this is like, I bet what happened was that they, because usually how these lists work, they says, okay, name us a story that, Nori, and they just threw one out there and then says, okay, whatever had the most, uh, whatever had the most, uh, was there, got the most tallies won, apparently. So, so, which means more people probably, the first thing, that's just scary. The first thing that they thought of was Civil War when oh, they were doing. <laughs> wow. Which, I mean, and yeah. That so or ASM 700. Yeah. What and this, the F? <laughs> would you. Do you not think Amazing Fantasy fifteen is the best Marvel story of all time? Oh, would you not agree with that? It's the best origin story out ever made by far. Yeah, I mean it's like well at least one of them anyway. But yeah, but um, yeah, but I mean you're looking at the stuff. It, it, you're you're looking at some of these other titles that yeah because you're talking like you know some classic <laughs> stuff on here like um, uh, X Men God Loves Mad Kills. That was that's, awesome. Yeah, that's twenty one on this list, and so you got the other thing. Um, and uh, I mean, and you got some what were um, I think um, Days of Future Past. That's actually number six. Yeah. Um, which is not that's not too bad, but uh, that's crazy. Yeah, but they uh, but with some other ones on here that they've got. Um, what hey, that, that's good. I mean, they're not Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's keep pushing. Let's keep pushing. Sure. Uh, let's see. We're we're getting to we're getting to the fun Spider-Man off the wall. Get it? Huh? Uh, topics. Uh, let's. I talk don't get about, that. Why, what do you? What did you mean? All right, we're gonna talk. <laughs> we're gonna. George, you've got this one. Uh, evidently, a voice actor that does Spider-Man is homeless. A voice actor. By a, a <laughs> voice actor, he means Drake Bell. There you go. Allegedly, let's put the word allegedly, allegedly. on this. Okay, yes. Yeah. Okay. Now here's. The, I, I don't want to get sued. Here's the thing, and, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this a bit because. Brad actually Brad was gone for a few days and so we you know we we took turns trying to update the front page. 
And one day I was like, I got nothing. I can't find anything news-wise. And so Brad, while he's on vacation, Brad, you know, has gets Google alerts, and so he gave me something. I forgot what it was. It wasn't this. It was something else. Oh, it was uh, it was the baby Stark thing. Um, yeah. But the second thing, the next day, he put up and he goes, "Okay, here's here's some spider news for today," and it linked to TMZ, <laughs> and I didn't run it. I just kind of yeah. stared at it, and I was like, "I love you, Brad. I I can't do that because I would feel dirty." <laughs> Because okay. – and now I pulled up the, the link and looked at it, and of course, anytime you read anything on TMZ, A, you get stupider. <laughs> your IQ literally starts to flee out of your head. If you've ever watched a TV show for an entire hour, you can, yeah. you can actually feel yourself getting stupider. <laughs> and it's terrifying, but at the same time, it's like you don't care. <laughs> you know? so it, but then when it's over and you realize what just happened, you're like, you're like doubly terrified. Yeah. It, it is it, it is some of the worst stuff on the net that or that is in it, our social it, media. It's the modern day of the national. It is Choir. really okay. just an, an an effing gutter. So I'm reading this thing and the, and this thing you know this this quote unquote article at TMZ, which I can't help but hear, and that annoying goddamn voice. <laughs> that they do all their stories in. Look at what's happening this time. It's Ed Boy Drake Bill. You know, I mean, it just it, it is really some of the stupidest, stupidest yeah. form of media that you can find out there. And and they they told a story because apparently Drake Bell allegedly allegedly has been seen and photographed at Disneyland now sixteen times this summer. So so the story they run is well apparently he's homeless because he just declared bankruptcy <laughs> and so he's living in Disneyland now kind of like that one kid was living in Walmart recently for several days and no one knows. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and and I read this and I'm like you know I know the dude's had money trouble and and honestly he's not my favorite voice actor for Spider-Man ever because he's easily the most annoying goddamn Spider-Man voice ever <laughs> in the history of Spider-Man. But at the same time, I'm like, or he could just like Disneyland. And yeah. I and I tell you, if I lived in Orlando or if I lived in Anaheim, I would be at Disneyland probably once a month. I'd how, the hell out of Disneyland. How do you live in Disneyland? I don't get it. Well, I don't know. I mean, there's I, I, this may not shock you, but there's a yeah. lot of security there at night. Right. They they have like roaming patrols there. It's like trying to break into a James Bond villain hideout, man. I mean, it's <laughs> you know, I mean, there's there's surveillance, infrared, dogs, dudes running around, robots, drones, you know, laser lights. They've got all kinds of crap in that place. Right. So I, I don't really think that you could be living out there. I think maybe he now it could be that he's had friends come in from out of town. Right. You know, and and he's going to Disneyland. He <laughs> he probably gets to go there for free because he does the voice of Spider Man. He he's probably yeah. got some kind of celebrity pass. And there's not much text to this article. I can I can read it verbatim. Attention, wait, 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 wait. you're gonna do it. Do it in the voice. Oh, you do it in the voice. I can't do the. I voice. don't want to read that. Okay, attention, friends of Drake Bell. Is that good? That's horrible. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, the former Nickelodeon star may be shacking up inside the Sleeping Beauty's Castle Disneyland in Anaheim, or at least that's how it seems. The evidence is pretty clear. Bell was spotted inside the Magic Kingdom on 16 days last month. He's got a bunch of pics he took with fans during his many visits. What's also interesting, earlier this year, the actor filed for bankruptcy, and tickets and annual passes to Disney don't run cheap. For God's sake, somebody get the man help. 
is the article that TMZ ran. Now, I'll, so, I'll tell you for sure how I know that he's not living in the Sleeping Beauty suites. By the way, that is a real thing if you never knew that or not. I did not. If you go um, – I, th- I don't know for sure that it's at Disneyland and Disney World. It may just be in one of the two. But either Cinderella's Castle or Sleeping Beauty's Castle um, have – the actual castle itself has an actual uh, set of suites up in there that are lush, that are like stuff like the Queen of England would stay in. But they're all done up as like fairy tale princess crap. And these things are booked years ahead of time. <laughs> I mean, that, not, not only that, I mean, they're expensive. If, if if my man is bankrupt, he's not sleeping in the Sleeping Beauty suite. He's just not. Hmm. He doesn't have the money for it, A. Two, these things are, are already booked, and they are – I mean, they're booked far, far and ahead of time. So there's already people people sleeping up in there. I think what happens is he probably gets in for free because he is a Disney celebrity. They probably don't charge him. He probably has a celebrity pass. In fact, he probably didn't even go to the front gate. He, can, he probably gets to take as many visitors as he want up to a point, maybe, you know, who knows, five, six, whatever. And then they, they probably get escorted to the park. Hmm. Sometimes they let those celebrities come in at night, but all the, all the pictures were uh, in the daytime. And he could also be, you know, Disney might be paying him to go out there and just talk to people. Well, Possibly. He's I a celebrity. Know. I mean, if you're under 20, is there a strong chance you know who this dude is? And evidently, Drake Bell is uh, getting in Twitter wars with uh, Justin Bieber. Who is? False. <laughs> uh, uh, after uh, Orlando Bloom and uh, Justin Bieber got in a fight, uh, Drake Bell t- evidently has access, internet access in the Magic Kingdom. Really? Uh, Orlando Bloom kicked his ass. I know. But uh, Drake Bell did some uh, funny pictures of... Uh, uh, like the old Warner Brothers cartoons where uh, the little dog and the big dog, you know, and he goes, at Justin Bieber, I found these cool pictures of you and your bodyguard from the other night. And another one was a picture of a Great Dane and a Chihuahua, so it was like Justin is the... Anyway, <laughs> Drake Bell, I hope he's not living in Disney World. Uh, I hope he's making some good money off of the Ultimate I don't Spider-Man. think he is. I think TMZ was just looking to be... TMZ. Yeah. 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 Any comments on him, gang? Well, I was just thinking, if they have, like, the Disney Princess Suites, do they have, like, the Disney Princess Whorehouses, too, where you can, <laughs> you know, they dress and you go and... I mean, that would seem like a moneymaker as well. You're a goddamn you know, monster. And, 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 you know, with every uh, Disney Ho-House, we have a happy ending at the end of the story. Wouldn't that be... If, if that would, Come that on, that was funny. That I would won't be off the, this the, planet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That would be, okay. that would be that would be if Disneyland ever set up in the bad guys, but and, all right. Oh, um, I'm yeah. out. Uh, yeah. still still an nerd. You got two. Uh, actually, before you got two, George's. I got one more. Hold on. Uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter goes to Comic Con as Spider Man. Hit it. Yeah, Harry Con or uh, Daniel Rack. Harry yeah. Con. Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> I almost said Harry Connick Potter. Um, <laughs> Harry Connick Potter. Daniel Radcliffe, the guy that played ha- uh, Harry yeah. Potter in the Harry Potter movies and uh, who was butt-ass naked in the play Equus. Um, <laughs> like we need to know that. <laughs> well, JR is the one that sent me the review, so I'm just going by what he said. But... Um, <laughs> No, he decided he wanted to go to Comic-Con, so he dressed up as Spider-Man so he could, cool. go, so he could go anonymously. 
And he well, so did the girl from uh, Game of Thrones. I, can I segue into that? Can I can I get there naturally? Uh, no. Gosh, you're such so you're sad. such a taskmaster today. What is it? I like taskmaster. But, I'm just trying to plow. But no, he went. He went, and his uh, his his assistant went as bat. No, his bodyguard went as Batman. And his assistant, I think he said, went as somebody else that I can't remember now. Um, now we find out weeks later that uh, the girl that plays Arya Stark, Maisie Williams, uh, on, cool the, on the show Game of Thrones, she is. She's she's one of the best things on that show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that she also went to Comic Con and she she wore a Spider Man mask, so that she yeah. could, I guess, be uh, anonymous at times. Now. It's cool because she also put up a bunch of pictures on Instagram where she's posing with Spidey-type stuff, and she's in her room, and she's got a picture of Spidey on her wall. And I was like, you know what, kid? You're you're winning cool points. You were already cool, but now you're like way, way yeah. cool. There's my female panelist for the podcast. What do you think? Maisie Williams? Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, she may be a bit busy seeing us how they're filming Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah you know, but, but I'm sure, you know. She'll make time. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, that just proves that Spider-Man can be anybody behind the mask. A lot I of people that, are Spider. I, yeah. I bet you, uh, you know, I bet you'd find out that a lot of people are, are Spider-Man fans, and not just like celebrities they hire who are who will hold up a copy of Ultimate and says, "Yeah, I've been reading for a really long time." How cool would it have been to go up to these two Spider people and have them hold up a sign? I love the crawl space, and I've got Harry Potter doing that, and I've got Mrs. Stark doing that. That would be that so would cool. have been really cool. But I mean, that would have been you awesome. know, you'd have to get every you would have had to go and get everybody who appeared as Spider Man at Comic Con yeah. to do it, and basically that would be all you did at the Comic Con. That's true. You know. <laughs> uh, that was uh, still a nerd. You got uh, two topics. Mm-hmm. One. Uh, we're going back to the uh, the people dressed up in New York City. Oh, yeah. Uh, to, we're going back there, huh? Oh, yeah. As for those who've uh, probably been uh, listening to the podcast and following the webpage, we've had a few uh, incidents uh, involving uh, spider people uh, getting involved in altercations. You know, one guy yeah. slapping a woman, another guy groping oh, a woman. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, dude. Seriously. Oh, uh, yeah. Well... Things have escalated because now there was another Spider-Man in New York who, um, and I'm going to read a little bit this passage from the New York Post. Yeah. A panhandler dressed as the iconic websitter repeatedly punched a cop in the face during a violent Times Square tussle Saturday afternoon, police said. It has been just another routine of bedlam for the crossroads of the world with crowds of cost characters shaking down tours for cash until Spidey came out swinging in a caught-on-video outburst. The not-so-marvelous comic book creature had been demanding $10 from tourists who wanted to pose for pictures, police said. Five, tens, or twenties only, he allegedly demanded. It was about 2 p.m. when a cop overheard the outrageous prices and confronted the Super Zero. That's when the angered arachnid went arc anarchic, sources said. Asked for ID, Spidey spewed venom. F you! This is none of your business, he allegedly seethed, tearing off his mask. As the cop moves to arrest him, the tight-clad beggar bugs out. Witness video captures him throwing at least two roundhound punches at the male officer, the first punch knocking off the cop's cap. As the policewoman joins in the attempt to seduce Spidey, the source is said. Now, just to add, the, um, the video that was posted on this, which was like a little handheld thing, there's about ten cops that swarm in on this thing. Yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're kind of pinning him down and everything like this. 
Well, it seems that uh, this has um, gotten, uh, this was too much for uh, Mr. For the uh, mayor of New York City, uh, Bill, Bla- Bill de Blasio, because mm-hmm. he, as this thing came, story broke, he made a little an announcement. He said, you know, and he says, I quote, I think this has gone too far, and it's time to take some real steps to regulate this new reality. It needs to be regulated. Once we have regulation, we will be able to say, play by the rules, or you won't be working here anymore. It's not appropriate for anyone to demand a certain amount of money from a passing tourist and harass them. And thus, Operation Character Flaw was put into effect. <laughs> and what Operation Character Flaw is, is that the uh, New York, uh, is that the NYPD, in, I think it's in conjunction with, um, I think, the Trans um, Authority, um, they're, oh, they're, oh, oh, no, with the transit, with the, uh, south, with the Manhattan, uh, officers from the Manhattan South Patrol Bureau and the Transit Bureau and the Port Authority, they're passing out flyers to <laughs> tourists saying, if you see one of these costume characters, you know, you're, you know, it, it uh, and the flyers say, tipping is optional. If you have any complaints, talk to a police officer or call 911. So, oh, that's just what nine one one needs. Yes, and so on the first day that they were passing out these flyers, they had, they had at least they were they were had at least about two. Um, they had a, a Spider Man, an Iron Man, and an Elmo were arrested. And Elmo was arrested. Yeah, but, uh, yeah he was getting tickled. Yeah, yeah and apparently <laughs> the Spider Man in question, he was actually got a, an extra charge of aggressive solicitation because he was. <laughs> Because <laughs> he was blocking, because he was uh, le- allegedly laying his hands on a potential mark, according to the, to the story, thing, and he was blocking pedestrian, pat- you know, tra- traffic and everything like this. Well, oh my, heavens. well, the citizens, uh, some of the people, they're actually kind of happy with this. That they're like, you know, because they, some of these tourists, they thought, well, we thought we were, it was the law that we had to pay these guys because we didn't know about this. Well, however. The costume characters are not happy. Oh no, because um, I had just found out before um, after I posted the story a couple days ago. The costume, the characters have now decided to form their own Justice League, otherwise known <laughs> as a trade union. <laughs> because it, because it, because they believe that this is that this these this operation character flaw is affecting their livelihood. So they actually had a oh. rally about fifty of these guys. Like, can you imagine that rally? <laughs> what that looked like? Oh no! Oh, it, guess what? It was yeah, and it was led by a person uh, who was dressed up as Catwoman. <laughs> And and the group and they're calling themselves the Association of Artists United for a Smile, New York. <laughs> and, this gets crazy. And apparently, and the group is sponsored by um, a uh, um, an immigrant advocacy group called the Fuente, because most of these guys who are because most of the co- because most of these guys who are dressed up in the costumes, they're actually you know immigrants and everything like this. And and the thing is, in reading some of these quotes, to read some of these quotes about some of the, about some of these guys who are upset about this, it goes the, the different Spider Man says, since that Spidey hit this one of the Spider Man who are complaining says, since that Spidey hit the cop, police have been hassling us. They've been ruining our mm. business. And then th- we got Buzz Lightyear, who was also quoted saying this: "We're not stealing for people. We're just trying to see them smile." 
And this one woman who is um, who poses as Minnie Mouse, she says there are you know it says that these flyers are a <laughs> disgrace that she has a nine month old baby to support. Uh, dressed as Minnie Mouse. <laughs> dressed as Minnie Mouse. Yes. Oh. So yes. Yeah, so yes, folks. Civil War, or at least the closest thing to it, has begun in New York City. Wow. Man, that's an insane, insane story. Now, there's another Spider-Man uh, in, a guy dressed as Spider-Man that caught a thief. Yes. that was. Tell over, me about that. Yeah, but it didn't happen in our country. It happens over in Ireland. Because, okay. Well, the, now, I was actually... Um, uh, one of our uh, commentate, uh, one of our posters on here was... Um, I kind of was aware of this... Um, a boy goes by uh, Irish fad, Irish fan or uh, Irish lad, Irish, Irish lad. Yes, um, he um, he was saying to get a little background on this. Uh, the city of Dublin has been kind of have this um, has this problem with um, kind of had heroin thing for years, going back for and to the point because of the way they uh, the way a lot of the poli- their uh, drug policies are over there trying to enforce it and stuff. They just it's been kind of getting pretty bad, but anyway, there's a Spider-Man who was over in um, who's in Dublin, who's been kind of a local fixture there. He kind of does reviews for over. And well, one of these guys who was kind of like I guess he might have been a heroin addict. He tried to steal his tip money. Well, this got you know this fight. He's you know pretty mad at him. And so this was another videotaped um, fight. Yeah. And so he's trying to hold the, and so he's trying to tackle this guy and hold him at bay until the uh, authorities arrive. And what happened there was, and so, and so the police kind of took them both in because they didn't really know what, what was going on with the situation. So yeah, that was an incident there where a spy, where a guy dressed as Spider Man was actually doing a good thing. So exactly, yeah, it's a rarity. Mm-hmm. Uh, another quick thing, uh, spider-related. Uh, Taylor Swift visited the biggest spider fan uh, in the hospital. Talk about that. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so very, very sweet story, by the yes, way. Yes, it is. And it's so so um, so Taylor. So there's a kid who was uh, named by the name of Jordan Nickerson, who's been uh, battling leukemia at the. Um, you know, was at the Boston Children's Hospital, and so he was uh, given a visit by uh, one um, by uh, Taylor Swift, Swift, uh, you know, you know, uh-huh. country pop, you know, pop star, and everything like this. And yeah. so, trouble, trouble. Yeah, yeah. See, well, anyway, <laughs> she was asking the kid, like, uh, you know, what kind of song? Because she wants to, she was there to play, you know, play a song for him. So the kid goes, "Oh, I want that O song." And she says, "Well, I'm not sure what that is." Well, they thought it was old songs, so she says, "Well, I'm going to." So she asked him, "What's his favorite?" So he decided the day that people their film is, "Well, what's your favorite song?" So Taylor Swift decides to play, uh, "We're Never Getting Back Together," which I think is kind of an odd choice for since it's, yeah, but it's one of her best. Yeah, best it's a catchy beat. Yeah. You can dance to it, even though it's you yeah. know. Yeah, but but anyway, she started playing it, and the kid knew the lyrics. Apparently, yeah, that's like, awesome. Yeah, so he knew it. Now, um, and it, it, by the way, Jr., I'm sure you have a question about this story. <laughs> oh, this ought to be good. Oh, I've got I, a dozen of them. Which okay, one do well, I pick? well, I'm sure there's one in particular that you have in mind. I, I know exactly what Jr. is going to say while we're covering this story. Mm-hmm. Why? Because nope. kids wearing a Spider-Man shirt. Kids wearing a Spider-Man shirt. Yeah, there you go. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, also, oh, and also, there's no Febreze snatchers in there, is there? <laughs> no, there's no Febreze. Well, no. Or my old buddy Gavin. Actually, though, Jr. He was also visited by Spider-Man 
The G- oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, really there cool. was a you know, linked on there that he was actually that. That's why he was wearing the Spider-Man T-shirt. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that was a, so they didn't mention about that and everything, but yeah, that's kind of what though. But yeah, I just I just I imagine there's a lot of celebrities that do that. I just think that's a very very nice thing. Yeah, to do. it is. I mean, it's the fact that she's taking her time out of the out of out of her schedule. And I'm not the biggest Taylor Swift fan, but uh, she gained some points for me. I, I think that's a, a very very honorable thing to do if you're a celebrity. Oh yeah, I, so yeah. Uh, any any thoughts with the panel with the the fighting or the Taylor Swift or the anything you guys want to talk about? I'm not uh, I'm not so, shocked to hear it. Taylor Swift is a very violent person. <laughs> oh wait, I think I just misheard everything in the last You just <laughs> combined them all. Uh, before we wrap this up, uh we're gonna work in Ditko. Damn it, Ditko. Real quick, George, what's going on with Ditko? Okay, because Brad lamented the lack of <laughs> Ditko News <laughs> for this month's news segment, uh since yeah. we've had it for uh, like every month since like uh earlier this year. Yeah, of course. Everyone knows that Marvel's looking to do a Doctor Strange movie. We've right. we've heard names bandied about from John Hamm for Madman, who, by the way, was my personal favorite choice. Dude, me too. To uh, Joaquin Phoenix, who, by the way, is my last ever not at all <laughs> choice. Um, more than McDreamy. Yes, uh, more than McDreamy, and you know, I would settle. You know, Johnny Depp is a name that gets tossed around too, and I would have settled for him. I like Johnny Depp. Um. But anyway, they, they, you know, while we're waiting to hear the casting news and, and whatnot, Kevin Feige, the president of, of the Marvel, you know, Marvel Studios, uh, yeah. spoke to what is this? Digital Spy, DigitalSpy.com. Yeah. Not as cool a name as BadassDigest.com. But uh, Digital Spy. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he spoke to, to Screen Crush. Pardon me, Screen Crush. And Digital Spy reported what he told Screen Crush. Okay. So basically, what he told them. Uh, regarding the Doctor Strange movie, okay, is know what the definition of supernatural is? Well, it varies. We like the idea of playing with alternate dimensions and strange in the very sort of Ditko crazy acid trip way of traveling through dimensions and traveling through realms is something that we think is very, very cool, playing with perceptions of reality. So basically, Ditko's art to them is a crazy acid trip. You know who would be so offended by that? Ditko, Steve Ditko. <laughs> yeah. Although you can't, you can't really, you can't really say that that it's not. It, it is very surreal imagery, <laughs> even for the '60s. You know. Yeah. I, before yeah. I really knew who Ditko was and and how. Oh my God! Even beyond conservative, Ditko is. Um, because you know the Ayn Rand stuff. That's on this whole different plane from everything else. Uh, but even before I knew that, like in the early 90s, you know, when I was in college and I was reading old Ditko stuff, and before, you know, I didn't really know much of Ditko other than he was the guy that co-created Spider-Man and uh, co-created Doctor Strange. I used to tell my friends, I was like, did they just sit around getting high all day? Like in an office in New York, and just like, what about this? So oh, I don't know, how about, how about they're standing on a giant eye or something? And I was like, yeah, screw it, run with it, man, that's really awesome. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so anyway, there's your Ditko news. Thank you very much. We'll end There's on that. There's your Ditko news. <laughs> <laughs> and JR is still pissed we're talking about 30-year-old news. All right. <laughs> <laughs>